0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to this upcoming episode of my author interview with Melissa Fry. Um, I just wanted to give one, Melissa, a huge thanks for coming on. I hope that we get to talk again sometime soon when the second book comes out. I had a lot of fun. I really think you guys are going to enjoy this one. Uh, there was a little bit of feedback or popping in the audio. I apologize, I wasn't able to scrub all of it out, uh, but I did add transition music in the background which will hopefully help uh take your mind off of some of that so um I hope you guys enjoy it uh check out Melissa's book The Secret of the Codex she's very talented and it's a very exciting read um and thank you guys as always for joining Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Well-Read Dames podcast. I am here with author, author, sorry, Melissa Frey, and we are going to discuss her book and the series, The Secret of the Codex. Hi.
1: Hi. Thanks for having
0: me. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited to talk to you in general and also about your book uh, because I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> Yay, I'm glad. <laughs> me too, yeah, I, I really was excited for it. So it did not let me down. It was very, it was so, we're gonna talk about how action-packed it was. Um, oh, thank you. Because I, I was thoroughly impressed by how good you are at writing just kind of action in general because um, yeah. I struggle with it. <laughs> like when I know I have to write an action scene, I get nervous. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, before I can... we... Oh sorry, what are you saying?
1: <laughs> no, I can I can identify with that. I think it's nervous for everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, there's so much going on I have to describe all of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um before we hop into that though, uh, let's talk a little bit about you if you'd like to. Um sure. how long have you been writing? Well, I started,
1: I've been writing kind of, I always have this thing in my head when I was in um, like maybe first or second grade and the the teacher gave us a creative writing assignment and um, we had like those little composition notebooks, you know, those really small ones and like I filled that book and asked for another one and I just wrote, and I'm sure the story was terrible, but I've always kind of liked to write. And um, so in high school, I hand wrote another book that was more of like a novella, but it was also very cringy, and um, <laughs>
0: but
1: it was it still made me want to write. And then, um, then I kind of gave up for about seven years, and I picked it back up, and have been kind of writing off and on ever since.
0: Well, I'm so glad you did. Um, I I feel similar. <laughs> I I stopped writing um, for like a long amount of time. You know, after college, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. I used to take a bunch of like memoir classes in college, which is when you're writing about yourself, sure. and which no one cares about for me, at least I felt like. So um, I never did anything with any of that, but I found fiction, like, I always got intimidated by writing fiction because at least if I'm writing about myself, if it's cringeworthy or not, like I know, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I found fiction so intimidating. Um, and then when I did start writing, which it took a couple of attempts before I actually stuck with it again, <laughs> but I was so glad and I, I love it so much. So
1: that's so funny because I tend to find nonfiction writing more intimidating. Just because I feel like, I don't know, for me, it's almost like people are judging me more with the nonfiction, like, because it has to be right, and it has to, like, have three bullet points or whatever, and formulate a perfect whatever. And with fiction, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I just need to tell it well, and as long as I do that, the story can be whatever it wants.
0: <laughs> right. So I that's guess that's funny. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and we're actually geographically um, kind of from the same place. Yeah um so because we're both from the midwest yes um are you originally from the midwest
1: um yes i am i grew up in michigan and um i actually went to tennessee for college and then i moved around um georgia virginia back to georgia back to virginia and then i moved overseas to south korea for a year um, oh wow yeah so my ex was in the military so moved over to south korea and then um I was there for a year and I moved back to Michigan and have been here ever since.
0: That's awesome. Well, yeah, you've traveled a lot and your characters also travel a lot. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) I love to travel. It's one of my favorite things, (laughs) which probably you can tell.
0: I can tell. Yeah. Would you say that that's like initially kind of what inspired this story or or kind of what brought it to life?
1: Um, Well, it's it's so funny because I started this story in 2008 and so now it's been so long ago that i don't really remember what initially inspired it um but i'm sure it was kind of a combination of a lot of things because um like i know you had mentioned it's similar to indiana jones so i i grew up watching that series over and over with my dad that was like our thing to watch movies and um and so it was just that kind of things was there from the beginning and then I really like the travel aspect and I'm always into the mysteries and I love to get into the archaeology side of it. Um and I'm not really even sure where that comes from. I didn't really have a lot of exposure to like museums or anything like that growing up. Um but it was just maybe it was just because I didn't have exposure to it. It was always fascinating to me. So that was just one of the things I, I can't really sure can't really tell where the initial idea came from but i think it was just kind of amalgamation of everything
0: (laughs) i i mean i get that i love indiana jones as well um (laughs) i grew up watching those movies like obsessively pretty much yes um (laughs) what what would you say is your favorite just before i get past it
1: (laughs) no totally my probably my favorite one is the last crusade oh yeah yeah, and that was the one I remember watching probably the most. Um, it was so funny because the second movie, and I'm totally blanking on the name now. Uh, Temple of Doom. Thank you, Temple of Doom, yeah. Um, so my dad wouldn't let me watch that for a while. <laughs> so we always watched one in three until I got old enough that he felt I could handle kind of the craziness that happens in the middle of that movie. So that was kind of funny. but um, So I hadn't seen that one as much. but. We watched one and three a lot. And I tend to always be someone in series that likes the later stuff. For whatever reason, the initial book is, like, what got me hooked to it, but it's never my favorite, like, really with any series. So, like, I love the Twilight series, but Twilight isn't my favorite book out of the series. Um, Probably even to some degree Jurassic Park and – I'm even reading the Divergent series now. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's the initial book is great. But for me, I love to see how that story develops past it.
0: I love the initial book because it's your entrance to the world. Right. right? Yeah. But it's world building needs to be so much more than that, I feel. and that's kind of like with my own book, like I love my first book, but I love the second book that I'm working on now more because I feel like I'm doing more with it, you know?
1: Right, I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be my favorite book, I can tell.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I love this book. Like the third book, it's it's gonna be good. I have ideas, but like right. the second book I'm really loving. So yeah. I think it's interesting because I'm probably the same way with reading. Yes. Um, although I think we disagreed on New Moon because I think you like New Moon a lot. <laughs>
1: Yes, that's actually my favorite of the books.
0: And it's my least favorite of the (laughs) books. Yeah,
1: that's understandable. I think that is a popular opinion.
0: Yes, and so, wow. but I still liked it. But I, the whole time I was flipping the pages and I was like, where the heck is Edward? Like, what, what am I reading? Right. exactly.
1: <laughs> and, and it took me a while to get to that place. Yeah. It took me a couple rereads because, like, I really like the emotive side of things and, like, the heartbreak and, like, oh, my goodness, how can this happen? What is, you know, so I really enjoy that. And then because to me, the conclusion is that much more satisfying when you get to it and Edward does show back up so that's that's probably why I enjoy it the most
0: it is good once once they get back together at the end right. of that book and she Always thinks happy that days. she's yeah she's like am I dreaming it's like no no I'm still here <laughs> oh okay this is real right. so <laughs> so okay so let's get back into your book instead of pop culture which I know is easy okay. to to get away from All right right um so this book you have really, I would say, four main characters uh, that are all archaeologists or at least students. Yes. Um, and our main ones are Kayla and Brady. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Mandy and Justin, who I thought were very interesting characters um, because they weren't 100% likable. Oh. <laughs> I, like, I liked Mandy's character a lot, but especially the beginning, I was like, you can do better than Justin. <laughs>
1: I know yeah yeah I can see that
0: yeah mm-hmm. and so I like I really like them and I like their but they went on like a journey like their relationship builds yeah. throughout the story which I enjoyed Um, but at first I was like well, especially before they leave and it's just their domestic life in their apartment. I was like, he, he should bring you the phone, you know? <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> and it was funny because I wrote that, um, before cell phones were super prevalent mm-hmm. and so it was like in my head, it was the house phone. And oh then, yeah. <laughs> so when I was going into edits, I'm like, no, they're not going to have a house phone anymore. It's going to be a cell phone. Why would he answer her phone? I'm like, whatever. He probably just answers her phone just because he's that way. So, <laughs>
0: I mean some people do, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that's okay. But in the end, I really liked Justin and I liked actually meeting his parents because I felt like it described a lot about his character. Yes. Um, you know, and so I liked that whole thing. Um, and then the end I was like, oh, I understand Justin a lot more. Um, so who would you say was your favorite of the four characters?
1: Well, this is like, you know, Sophie's choice, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, so Kayla's probably the most like me, okay. um, which is, you know, a debut novel. That's usually how it happens. Um, mm-hmm. But I also tried to give her some things that like help me explore either things that are completely opposite of me or things that I struggle with. And so I can kind of work it out through her. Um, but I would have to say out of the four, probably Grady is my favorite and I yeah to me he's like the ultimate book boyfriend which is why I wrote him that way and um, and he actually I'm really excited that's probably why I like book two so much because I feel like book two is his story
0: Ooh, that's exciting
1: yeah so <laughs> it gets into more of like his backstory and there's some stuff that goes on with Kayla that Makes me not like her a little bit. That's okay though. It it works out. But um, (laughs) but so it's like the whole thing. So it's like this. Yeah. Grady has a time in book two, and I feel bad for him, but um, it works out.
0: (laughs) Yes, I feel very bad putting my characters through hard times. Like I know I'm supposed to do it. But I'm like, I'm so sorry that I'm doing this to you.
1: <laughs> I, know, I know. And some of them I'm like, well, I'm, I'm always writing that fine line be- between like, okay, I feel bad for you, but also this is what the story needs to do, and I'm super excited about that. So mm-hmm. you're just going to have to hang on for a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I really loved Grady's character. I thought he was well written. I really enjoyed his point of view when we got it. Um, and book one really is Kayla's story. You know, she's the key to the codex, yes. um, to finding it at least, and, and then to figure out how to use it, you know? <laughs> right, right. And so I really liked her character, um, and I mean, I liked all of them. So, but I'm excited to kind of get more of Justin's story. I do have a lot of questions about Kayla's backstory. Like I want to like unlock her tragic backstory. Okay. <laughs> so do we get any of that kind of in book two? See
1: this is kind of one I I'm kind of struggling with because for me I feel so she's got like the whole and I and I apologize I don't remember if this made it into the book or if this is one of the things I deleted <laughs> but um so she had I think it made it into the book though so her mom died and her sister got into like a car accident or whatever yes um, yeah so okay so good I didn't edit that out
0: <laughs> no <laughs>
1: yeah um so yeah so there's a lot there to explain how she was more or less not really raised by her dad but it was such a significant point in her life mm-hmm. um and I think losing a parent in any way would really it's going to give you trust issues I think um just in and Even if it's not a literal losing a parent, still some kind of conceptual in that way. So, I really like to think about the psychology of it. And then, um, the boyfriend that she had, Jonathan, that was just a jerk, um, and kind of basically left her hanging mm-hmm. for a job. I mean, that's who does that except for jerks, so um,
0: <laughs> yeah, so I was
1: like, yeah, yeah. definitely gonna have trust issues. And, um, when I was writing this, I didn't realize that I had trust issues so badly (laughs) right (laughs) they they always say that like if you read somebody's fiction and what they write you can find out the stuff that they're struggling with and definitely for me it was like wow i really have some trust issues that i need to work on
0: I completely get what you mean, Uh, (laughs) my best friend told me my book was like reading about me going on an adventure, and I was like, well I didn't think I was that much of the main character. (laughs) I gave her a lot of like small things that were easy to write, like traits that we share because it's easy, Uh, but I was like, okay um and yeah uh, you write what
1: you know and then you write what you know
0: and the parents are villainous (laughs) yes Yes. So (laughs) there's that (laughs) so yeah i joke that my book especially book two is like daddy issue city and it's like i don't feel that way about myself but it is what i currently am writing about (laughs)
1: yeah and so yeah that. that was that was the interesting thing to me and I don't think that I explored like par- parental issues so much but I'm noticing that I'm killing a lot of them off
0: <laughs> yeah
1: I'm like um uh, there might be some Freudian thing there that's like what <laughs> so, I don't know but yeah with like <laughs> it was mom or whatever I'm just like why did I kill her mama? That just seemed a little mean, you know?
0: She <laughs> didn't have a chance. But it gives it gives, <laughs> yeah, it gives Kayla a lot of depth. So I like that. Um so are we getting new characters in the upcoming books? I thought I saw you tease that there's new characters coming up.
1: Oh my goodness. There are so many new characters and I'm so excited about it because so Holland was one of my favorite characters from the first book. Like yes, he's adorable and <laughs> He was not in the original plan for the book. Like, I looked back at old... I tried to outline, which is why I don't outline. Um, (laughs) I attempted an outline, and he wasn't even in it at all. But somewhere along the line, I felt like I needed that character to kind of, you know, help the heroes, help the antagonist, and just kind of bring the whole story together. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: I just fell in love with him when I was writing him. And I said, you know what? He needs a love interest because I I I can't help it. I just love love interests and stories and so I just like something but I mean that poor kid like I put him through the ringer again in book two and I'm just like oh (laughs) my goodness like I just feel so bad for him he's one of those like Grady goes through a lot but Poland though like goes through more and I'm just uh yeah I'm just really sad, and when I think in the editing process, I'm gonna be like, "No, why did I do this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> How can I do this to him?" So I also really enjoyed his character, and I didn't know if he was gonna be in the next book because at the be- at the end of the last book, he just kind of like pieces out, you know? Yeah. yeah, he's like, "Well, I did my part," and then he just leaves. <laughs> so I was like, "Please come back," you know? I know, and I think that was
1: probably. I always like to say that I don't really intentionally do anything. It's always my subconscious intentionally doing things. Mm -hmm. But I think that I mostly wanted to create that, like, hey, is he even going to come back? Is he important? And maybe it was just at the time I didn't know if he was or not, but... He, yeah, he's just such a great character because you got you got to see him grow up really in that book, and yeah. so to get him to that point and then like let him hang, I'm just like no, he's got to come back. And plus, like
0: he's adorable, so <laughs> he is. I just felt the need to protect him the whole time, yes. you know?
1: Exactly. That's how I. That's how I was feeling, and I'm like, and that's why book two, I'm just like, oh no not yet. And it's just this whole yeah it's a whole thing
0: <laughs> like i was basically ready for like kayla and Grady to just like adopt him at the end of book one <laughs> right i know and then take him back to florida <laughs>
1: Right, or mandy like i totally <laughs> see yeah doing that yeah and so like in book two i i kind of play with some of that a little bit um because holen does come back in their lives they're back in florida so Holing comes back in their lives and um And so he's kind of, like, crashing with Mandy and Justin just overnight or whatever. And so Mandy gets to, like, take him shopping and serve (laughs) a coffee and all this kind of stuff. So it's (laughs) it's just kind of, like, a fun little part that I put in there that, yeah.
0: I love it. I love fun parts in books, even if they don't necessarily move, like, the plot exponentially forward. Right. Because I feel like that's what makes your characters, like, so real. Um. uh, okay
1: so i feel like i need to explain this scene because it's not really that pivotal to the book so (laughs) it'll just be fun to add yeah um so he comes back and he's helping them like they're working on translating the codex because it's all you know they need to translate it and um it's all in the i think it's pronounced quiche i believe quiche i I don't remember The, the mayan language and um So Homeland comes back and kind of helps with that. But Mandy takes him shopping because he basically, he's been ostracized from his entire family. And so he's been kind of just on the road, like doing odd jobs, trying to make money and survive. Mm. Um, And so he basically doesn't have any clothes, just what he's wearing. And so Mandy takes him out shopping. And I think there's this one part where, like, some teenage girls walk by and start, like, exploring that like oh he's so hot like that kind of thing and he like, oh, doesn't okay. know what to do with it and, like, no <laughs> so it's just it's hilarious and he's like trying on like uh i think i had him try on like a hawaiian shirt and mandy was like laughing like no not that <laughs> Go back. <laughs> try again <laughs> <laughs> some random like little you know scenes like that but they're just fun to write because it's like you can see a little bit about what's going on with them and their relationship and stuff and but then you get right back into the action and
0: stuff so it's it's fun Yes, it's good relationship building. It's good character building. Right i love parts of books like that so <laughs> and it's like a little pocket where you feel safe
1: <laughs> yes exactly they call me for the storm yeah exactly
0: <laughs> so your characters traveled a lot have you been to any of the sites that they went to they went everywhere by the way
1: <laughs> they did go up everywhere and like i said in my original outline they actually went like europe and all that but i changed it um which makes a lot more sense but no i actually haven't been i've been to orlando but not like the college or anything um but no i have i did all my research on like google street view and like wikipedia pages and stuff like that like um for the i know Bozeman, montana i actually pulled up google street view Mm -hmm. and saw like this incredible picture of main street downtown in a mountain at the very end of it and i was like wow that's so cool so i actually wrote that in there where i was like okay they they pull onto the main drag and they see like the big mountain and the sun setting or whatever and i was like yeah that's that's an amazing picture so that one was actually like an actual real picture that i saw um and sometimes there was one and i actually edited out but there was one where they were i think traveling to yellowstone and um and it ended up working it didn't work for the story but i actually took google street view like around along their path so like literally everything that they can see (laughs) it's pretty long research but it was just to me it was just so vital like a lot of it's fictional obviously and like um I would love to go to Lamani and see like all what actually happened um and what's actually there because it actually is a real archaeological dig well it was at one point um it's been like transferred over so it's like a tourist site or whatever but
0: Hmm, interesting
1: it'd be really cool to see but yeah so I wanted to make it very real I wanted to make sure that all of the locations were grounded in reality um and then just add like little I love stories like that where like you don't know where the line is between truth and fiction (laughs) yeah is this real is this not real
0: it felt very authentic like I was wondering yeah I was like maybe she went On a lot of trips as a child,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that would be great. I mean, I did I did travel a lot as a child. I was in some choirs where I'd like toured the U.S. for a few summers, but um, but no, I haven't. I've not been to Alaska. Um, I've not been. That was actually funny because when I started writing the book, the mountain was named Mount McKinley, and then (laughs) when Obama was president, he actually changed the name to Denali. (laughs) So so it ended up being Denali. It was very interesting for me.
0: Well, it's good that that happened also, and you were able to fix it in time, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> right, and you're like, Oh man, I missed it!
0: <laughs> which is funny because I like I know both of those names, although I've never been there, and I would have to look it up on the map,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, and I, yeah, still, and I think, yeah, because I've changed locations a lot, so I've done research on Hawaii because originally Yellowstone was going to be Hawaii. And I've done a ton of research there. So I know a lot about Hawaii and didn't even use it. But, um,
0: but yeah. Maybe later down the line.
1: <laughs> Maybe so, or just, you know, go visit. And then i will be like, oh, this is where it was. Yeah. But the cool thing I found when I was researching the Amazon was there was this guy that was walking the Amazon and he did a blog, like a day by day blog of the things that he found and stuff. And it was super helpful.
0: I was so nervous when they were in the Amazon, because I've watched so much, like, River Monsters. Yes, Anaconda. Mm -hmm. Yes, Anaconda. So I'm thinking of, like, the big, like, fish with teeth, and piranhas, and, yeah, giant snakes. And Kayla's just, like, waiting around. Right? And I was like, you are not safe no you need to run yeah forget the people that are hunting you the danger is ever present right i was like did they get malaria shots like i was very concerned (laughs) as someone who is very like i should have thought about that but i didn't yeah i was
1: just like ah, they're there they'll find what they need to find and they'll
0: leave i was like they're meant to be there they're fine they probably won't get eaten by pros
1: I was actually because I'd seen that movie Anaconda and I know it got like a really bad rap, but I actually really liked the movie. And um, so I like kind of like their boat that they're on. Like that's kind of was my point of reference for that. So that's kind of what I was picturing in my head. The boat
0: was very well described. It was. (laughs) Thank you. I was like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what that's like. Right. I've seen that boat before, <laughs> right? And even though I've never been
1: on one, I totally can see myself being on one.
0: <laughs> no, I don't want to be on one. It seems too no. scary. <laughs> I don't like boats in general. So, oh, that's amazing. So, what kind of drove you towards uh, the Mayan civilization specifically? Because I, I mean, it's very cool. Uh, but there's also like the like the Incas and the Aztecs. Like, there's a lot of history in that area and time period. Um, So what kind of drew you towards the Mayan civilization?
1: Well, um, again, I couldn't really pinpoint one thing specifically, but um, I knew I wanted it to be Central American, and the Central American people and all that have really been interesting to me. It's very intriguing. Um, And also, when I started writing, the whole Mayan 2012 thing was Mm -hmm. starting to become popular. and of course, in my head, oh, yeah, I'll write a book and it'll be out before then. Yeah, that didn't happen. But um, so that was that was probably some of the influence it was just because the Mayans were more popular in popular culture. I guess that's not really the way to say it, but <laughs> they just, you know, so that's probably what brought it to mind. And then as I researched more and um all of the names for anyone in the Mayan tribe are authentic Mayan names. Oh, that's really so, cool. Yeah, so I ma- so I basically did some research, and I found some sites. They just listed out in, like, you know, baby names for, like, where the Orton. And I was very careful about, like, it has to have a Mayan origin and all of that. Um, names, name, though, like, it's pronounced name, but it doesn't okay. have, like, the dash in it. But then when... My dad was actually reading it, and he like spoke it back to me. I'm like, "That's not how you pronounce it. I have to put a dash in it, so they pronounce it right." (laughs) But, but other than that, yeah, like um, I tried to do. I I like to really make it as authentic as possible.
0: I felt like it was very well done, especially considering it's such kind of an ancient civilization and one that's not as frequently explored in probably popular culture. um, Considering how cool it was. Oh, thank and you <laughs> there's so much to like south american culture it was amazing so right. um i really enjoyed it i thought it was very exciting um
1: and if it's you cool, like um where the mayan civilization just disappeared that's mm-hmm. probably a lot where it came from too that i was just like wow how how did that happen it's like this great mystery and all that so that was probably part of it too
0: especially now where they keep realizing it was even bigger than they thought it was like millions of people and then suddenly within a short period of time it was just gone you know yeah
1: and just gone and i'm like "Hmm, maybe i can posit a theory as to why this happened and definitely has to do with superpowers (laughs) yes
0: i very much enjoyed the superpowers um i liked that kayla did not hesitate to use it with force oh yeah Um,
1: (laughs) that was one of the things I look back and I'm like oh my my kill count is they are very violent
0: (laughs) right and I like but it's one of the things that bothers me with like normal movies and books is when you're like in a like you or them situation like you're about to get killed right and still the character's like should I I shouldn't hurt them and I'm like well they're about to kill you you should you should Do something to defend yourself please you know and they're like what to do and I was like if you're really in a life-threatening situation you're gonna work on instinct you know
1: exactly self-preservation
0: yeah fight or flight's gonna kick in and if you are cornered you will have to fight you know exactly
1: and probably so, selfishly, I also wanted to see what their powers could do before the book ended, too,
0: so. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. Right. When Mandy and Justin's weren't working, I was like, figure it out, you two. Right. Get it together. I want to know what air does. Right. Exactly. I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, if you could pick a character to go on an adventure with, which one would it be?
1: this one is really funny because I actually had someone ask me this question before oh yeah I I said Justin because he could literally get me out of anything like
0: that's <laughs> a good point <laughs>
1: he would like talk his way out of anything or whatever but I mean they really all have different things they bring to the table so and that's why I liked writing them so much it's because and I feel like a lot of times you see like the couple aspect and like the couple brings you know in a lot of books they bring like complementary values and all that stuff and qualities. Um, but to be able to explore like four different people and how well-rounded that could be, it was just really fun. Because you just got to see like, okay, well, Kayla is very tenacious and stubborn, but she's also brilliant. And she knows the mind language better than almost anybody on the planet. But then Grady's got his own set of skills that he can bring to it, and more of the practical side. And, um, and then Mandy is just like, positive and optimistic and she can bring all that kind of to it and then Justin's just hilarious sometimes annoying but hilarious (laughs) and (laughs) yeah but but the whole like when I wrote him they did the with yeah he said the bomb to like get them out of captivity or whatever that just it's like yeah Justin could get me definitely out of it
0: oh yeah like he was three steps ahead of everyone else right And I don't want to get too far into like kind of the secret villain of this book for people that haven't read it. Sure. Um, but I imagine that they're coming back. Yes. Because they're already kind of in the little preview.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. That um, such an amazing villain to write. Like probably another reason I just love book too. There's just so many layers and and actually, I don't get to their backstory until book three, like why they became that way. But I felt like it was important because I actually, because I'm a cancer, I actually didn't really know exactly what made her that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I finished book two and I was like, I know she's got a backstory. Oh, my God, wait, the stuff. Anyway, um, but, <laughs> but like, I know they have a backstory, but I don't really know why. And then I actually was listening to a Linkin Park song. And I was like, that's their backstory. Interesting. Yeah, I know. And it was just like a light bulb moment. I'm like, yep. And so I went and wrote a scene that I've got saved. It's saved in my book three. I'm not sure where I'm going to put it yet. But um, so I wrote out a scene of like, this is the backstory because it's just, I mean, like once you hear the backstory, you're like, oh, okay, well, I totally get it now. You know, So (laughs) I love the psychology of it. It's just so much fun.
0: I really like that too. I like. I thought that was really well done with your characters, as their kind of internal monologue along with what they're actually saying and doing. Um, I found helpful. So, I, <laughs> so I that's it. That. <laughs> that's exciting. So I love a villain's backstory because I think the best villains are the ones that you relate to. Absolutely, and you're kind of rooting for them even if they're evil. You know. <laughs>
1: Yes. I I mean, I feel like I have to write it that way. Yeah. And the the challenge for me going forward in the series is I know who the big bad is, like, in the final books. And I know, like, they're, like, legit nefarious and they're just, you know, yeah, scary. But I still want to give them some human qualities, even though they may or may not be fully human. But, you know, Mm -hmm. I just I want to give them some, like... Some level of relatability or reasoning why they're doing this, other than just a simple, like, oh, I want power or oh, I want notoriety or whatever. You know, it's got to be deeper than that. And it just, those are the kind of villains I like to read about. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, you're right. I didn't think about it until right now, but there has to be someone kind of like pulling the strings and guiding everyone on this journey. Little bit, yeah. <laughs> our characters don't really know why they're doing it. <laughs> they're just following the clues. You That's know Right. It's some supernatural ancient Scooby Doo mystery, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: I wanted it to be like kind of a destiny thing too. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, there's definitely some people pulling the strings in the background and I start to get it like I'm writing book three right now. And you see kind of a taste of it in book two and it's like setting it up and you're like, oh so you kinda of know who it is but then in book three like kind of just expands even more and there you get all the different it's it's really i am I'm I'm really enjoying writing book three too because it's very different. Mm-hmm. Book two, I I take them back to the rainforest and so they're in Belize a lot of the time and all of that. So there's a lot of the same feel, which was important to me because you've probably seen like TV shows or movies or something where the sequel or like the next season or something that like is a completely different feel. And It feels disingenuous to the actual story and to the characters and stuff. And I didn't want to do that. So I was like, how am I going to get him back to Belize? I got to get him to travel at least somewhere. <laughs> you know, I've got to have him do something where there's like an adventure and trying to find something. So there is an element of that as well in book too. That's, that's good. Part. That's good.
0: Yeah. Gotta get him out of Florida. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. And I mean, they are in Florida a little bit. Because that's yeah. where they live, obviously. But um, yeah. And there's some crazy stuff that happens in Florida, which is fun, but um,
0: but yeah, I definitely had to get him back on a plane. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm excited for where it's gonna go. Absolutely, um, like I was just like, I was like, I hope there's a preview for book two <laughs> that is at the end, <laughs> and there was, so, and I liked it. And a lot happens even in that brief preview. I mean, it wasn't that brief, but you know, like a lot happens in it. And I was like, oh, you guys don't even know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it was so fun. And like I said, I just, I had to bring back that villain, like mm-hmm. the secondary villain, just to explore them more because it was just too much. But Nam definitely comes back. Oh,
0: good. And okay.
1: Colin comes back. And then there's a whole slew of people you'll see in the preview. Steven was, is a new character. And there's like a ton more People, there's a, I, yeah, I just can't wait to
0: release it because I want everyone to read it.
1: Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I want to tell all of it, but then nobody would want to read it. So,
0: <laughs> right, exactly. I feel that way. Like, I'm always scared about like sharing too much. I'm like, I share something completely out of context, like, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, hmm, what can I do? Yeah.
0: What can wait, I share? <laughs> I'll tell you some things, but not important things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, kind of to this. So, I am a fellow pantser. I, Just started writing and then no idea really where it was going. I remember the day I figured out how I was going to end my book. I was so excited. I really had no idea. (laughs) I'm so cool. And then I was like, oh, I'm so happy. I figured it out. And then I remember when I figured out how I was going to finish the series and I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's good. Yes. And And
1: then you're like jumping up and down and yes. I completely relate,
0: <laughs> but it's not like. And I tried for book two because I knew a bunch of things that I wanted to happen by the time I finished book one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wrote them all down in a notebook, and then I basically kind of like just checked them off as I went. But I, I couldn't even write them like necessarily in order, just like my questions do. Like Sorry. I was like, I might not go in order. <laughs> <laughs> I can make no promises. <laughs> yeah, I so, completely relate. <laughs> what is kind of your favorite part about writing
1: well the the drafting process the discovery i mean uh-huh. it's just it's so much fun because you have just like a gem of an idea like little little tiny thing and like some characters like it was just so funny because i talk about them as as if they exist and i'm discovering it yeah so like so i won't give a lot away but in book three um, one of the main characters, their um, a sibling becomes very important. So um, and so, I I would like I tell my husband these random things, and he's like, "What are you talking about? I need context." <laughs> but I'm like, "Oh." this sibling is just oh my goodness they're just horrible and this is just the whole reason and they're gonna be in this book and it's amazing and he's like i don't want talk about but it's just like one of those things that like oh yeah i just discovered this person is gonna be here and i, I my husband is now used to it but i'm sure at one point he was like what are you talking about
0: you are writing this this is
1: not something <laughs> that you're just having to discover it's something you're writing like i don't have control over it stop
0: <laughs> but it's both things
1: <laughs> right exactly
0: and the people that you create as characters feel real you know and yes even though you know obviously you know they're not but there's definitely times where i'm like ella rose is so mad at me right now <laughs> right <laughs> i'm like i should write someone else's point of view because she, she's just mad <laughs> yeah. right.
1: Exactly, she is not gonna
0: like what just happened. (laughs)
1: Which is which is helpful for the point of view thing. And you just change and let them stew and let them get work it all out themselves. And then when you come back,
0: you're like, okay, now we can figure it out. (laughs) And so it's helpful. Like I like to imagine my characters like completely out of context situations Hmm. um, because I feel like it helps with just development. Like what would they do if they were at a lincoln park concert right like if you were just nice. what would they that's not something that my characters do in their story but like if they did like if they got free tickets like right. jen's gonna drag them along they're gonna have to go <laughs> right and so i like uh, it it doesn't always make it in the book right. obviously but it's just kind of it helps with like what would they do you know
1: yeah i haven't I haven't tried that with my characters. I did do like a really detailed, like, this is their favorite food and their favorite color, and these are their fears and their likes and dislikes, that kind of thing. But yeah, I I haven't tried that yet. That might be a good exercise just for fun.
0: It is fun, just anything, just like, you know, sitting in line, at like the B&B, like what would they (laughs) do? And so uh, what kind of books do you enjoy reading?
1: Wow, I read a lot of different kind of books, but I, well, probably not a lot of different. Right now, I'm really into romance, so I read, like, a ton of romance, and it's probably because I have a lot of romance author friends that just keep releasing all these amazing books, and so I'm, like, constantly reading them. Um, I read, like, I love Dan Brown. He's, like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite writers so i love his stuff and i feel like my goal is to kind of write like him but with supernatural elements (laughs) so if i write like half as good as him eventually i will like be good but um and then i read a lot of ya actually which i just i find the stories fascinating even Mm -hmm. though i'm not necessarily like i feel like in some ways my book kind of reads a little bit like YA because that's what I read a lot of it's just obviously the characters aren't that young but um it's just something I've always loved to explore and there's a lot of great writing that goes into YA stories
0: so there really is and I I, like I love YA and I feel like I mean writing's different but I feel like a lot of the times things that characters deal with in YA could also be told by adult characters but for some reason everyone picks like when you're teenagers to tell these stories you know and I feel like it leaves a gap for characters that are like in their late 20s or in their early 30s or 40s you know yeah like where are their stories you don't stop living I mean I hope like knock on wood but you know like right you can still go on adventures and so I purposely try even though aspects of my story I also feel like could read kind of YA-ish, uh, in other parts read, like, rated X or something. <laughs> but, like, um, an extremely, like, R for violence uh, as well. But I, I try and tell stories with, like, older characters, which I really like that. Your characters yeah. like, actual adults because, you know, you're dealing with... You've already been a teenager, you know, but it doesn't right. mean that you're nervous. You're not nervous to date. Like, you're still nervous to date, you know?
1: Yeah, and so many, like you get so much trauma built up in your life too. <laughs> like, yes. There's so much there to explore. And and when I was, I was, I think 25 when I started writing this book. And so of course my characters, I'm like, okay, well they might be in their late twenties oh maybe their thirties or something like that. But, um, but it was just so interesting to see, like there's so much stuff that happens in that amount of time. And you've got all of this, another decade or so of, <laughs> of issues and trauma that you're still working through and trying to actually figure out who you are I I really feel like they need like a genre for this like
0: <laughs> there needs to be like a genre for your like late 20s to like right. mid 30s at like, least like not all... so young adult or something <laughs> yeah exactly I'm like is that like new adult is supposed to be
1: Yeah, and I've heard, like, new adults supposed to be, like, up to 20 or 21 or something, and I'm like, come on, like, why are you writing all these stories for just, like, 17-year-olds and then we're done, or just 21-year-olds?
0: Like,
1: there's people older than that, and their stories need to be told, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're still relevant. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And anyway, whenever you cast them in movies, they're, like, 25-year-olds playing a 17-year-old anyway, so it's kind of like... Exactly. (laughs) Tell me what you want. (laughs) So, I really like it though. So, um, what can, so you've already written book two, it sounds like. Yeah. And you're on book three. Uh, So, when can we look forward to book two? Do you have any kind of ETA for it?
1: Yeah. So, if everything goes according to plan, with 2020 has already been crazy for us. So, we'll see. Yeah, we actually had, like, our our car died New Year's Eve, and, like, it wouldn't work, so now we're looking for a car. And then I discovered out that I am allergic to my water because of the chlorine in it. Oh, my God. really fun. Um, But anyway, so 2020 has been crazy so far. But, um, so my goal is to get it published in June. That is my goal. And I'm hoping to get book three done this year, too.
0: Like oh, I, those are fantastic goals <laughs>
1: no like yeah I'm really trying I wanted to originally do it in the spring this year and I was like no it needs to be June um so I had some other things going on but yeah I really want to get like I, I can't wait like a year and a half another year and a half for the next book because <laughs> it's just too long and it needs to be I need to have a better publishing schedule so yes
0: I think that's a great I mean it's hard you know like ideally if I could like pop a book out every year, that would be great. But in reality, it took me two years to f- write the first one, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm coming up on a year in April, will be a year since I published the first one and then started working on the second one like two weeks later, you know what I mean? So it's so there's, there's there's like what I want and there's also reality.
1: <laughs> right, and especially for a pantser because I feel like a lot of our work is done in the editing phase. And Not it's so sometimes much. just so like, you just don't want to work on like I've been putting off editing mine because I'm just like there's just so much here and I want it to be good but then I don't want to like dig into the editing and be like oh yeah it's not gonna be good anymore (laughs) I just need to forget it (laughs) because so yeah and I hear you it took me 10 years to publish my
0: first book so yeah long time so I feel like if you can turn this one around by June you are making amazing strides (laughs)
1: exactly that's my goal. That'd be about like two years or so or three.
0: <laughs> that would still be great. I mean, it's not something that happens overnight. <laughs>
1: no, not, not at all.
0: And editing is terrifying. Do you find editing terrifying?
1: <laughs> yes and no. So the developmental editing, I find terrifying. Like that is by far my least favorite part of the entire process. Like if I could just save up enough money to send it to a developmental editor and then get it back and do the rest of myself, like I would be totally fine because like I like because I do editing for other authors too and I do like content and copy editing so Mm -hmm. that's the stuff that I really like it's like the nitty-gritty like sentence level like punctuation and making sure it reads well and all of that and that stuff I really enjoy doing but to look at like I've got this plot hole how in the world do I fix this (laughs) that's stuff I'm just like okay the character arc has to be good and all that so that's I think what's making me delay
0: actually working on it. So we're the opposite because I love like the 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 cop like the plot hole part or like developing scenes, but like grammar terrifies me. So <laughs> uh, so is that something that you do for a business like, that people could reach out to you for editing? I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Yes. We're gonna promo that right now as well.
1: <laughs> oh, well, thank you. But yeah, yeah, I do that for other authors and it's just it's really fun because I get to use that skill set more than because my books I only get maybe one a year or more so it lets me use that skill set a lot more
0: so it's fun absolutely well that is good and I am in the market at some point this year for that as well because I didn't hire an editor for my first book and which means I think I read it through 10 times myself Mm -hmm. I can tell you my book (laughs) can be read in three hours and 30 minutes because I've read it 10 times (laughs) Yes. And it might, <laughs> might be a little bit because I've read it sometimes, but <laughs> true. I still find errors and, um, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Um, and it's, you know, some of it, you just have to accept it. It's your first book and move on. Right. Uh, but the other end of it is like, I'm definitely doing editing in book two <laughs> just so that I don't have to read it 10 times you know it's not my it's not my skill <laughs> so I'm like oh yeah I, I'm like if I'm editing and I'm like oh I want to add like a scene here a dialogue I'm like well, that's exciting and then when I'm like is this where a comma goes like it just all falls apart <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, it's,
1: it's really see it's just fun for me because I'm a really detailed person mm-hmm. so like the writing it's like it's like all these different parts of me I get to use so that's yeah because the writing part is like the overall big picture but then you get the, into the scene level and it's just a lot of fun but then I can get really nitty-gritty I'm like okay I know a comma goes there or I know this needs an apostrophe or something so it's really fun
0: that's awesome and you're using both sides of your brain so that's always good Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well how can uh, fans interact with you via social media and reach out to you about your upcoming work or about your services or anything like that sure so um
1: i'm most active on instagram my instagram handle is melissa fry author and um then my website Melissafry.com and my email list is usually the way i communicate um so it's melissa one l two s's and fry is spelled dot com. so
0: and i apologize i think i pronounced it fray earlier so uh,
1: that's okay um it happens to everyone yeah <laughs> It, um, it really looks like it's pronounced fry. It, it took me like when I was first started um dating my husband I was like okay, fry, nope, it's fry. <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
0: I I understand. I love my pen name of Finley because I feel like people get it right. Yeah. And like my maiden name was German, so it was just a complete mess. Yeah. And then my married name, I was like this is going to be so easy, but people mess it up all the time still. Oh. And I'm like Finley, people get what that is. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah no that's that's it's mine it's german too (laughs) yeah (laughs) and they always slaughtered it
0: i'm sure you know exactly what i mean (laughs) Yes, (laughs) and so yeah and so it's it's crazy well thank you so much for talking to me today i've really enjoyed it yes thank you so much for having me it was really fun